0: You know that line in the Christmas song, and mom and dad can hardly wait for school to start again. Oh, yeah. I get it now. <laughs> I get why the maniacal laughter, because yeah. oh my god. Yeah, who
1: Who is that song from the perspective of? Is, is it from the perspective of the kid? I can't remember.
0: No, it's just like some sort of uh, adult. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Well, no, Mal went back to school today. Is Rebel back today? Oh, yeah, she's been back for two days now. Oh, two days. All right, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. But we have the day off on Monday, too, which also is Malcolm's birthday. Oh, yeah. An actual birthday, the actual Teen.
0: birthday, because we just celebrated the birthday with you, but not on yeah. the real birthday. Yeah, not on the real birthday. and I have been planning a birthday for the past yeah. several days now. <laughs> I, I know. And we're, we just got done with ours. And by me, I mean Michelle has been planning it, and I've just been building up all the anxiety until it's enough uh, to make my body go do the things that need to get finished.
1: See, there you go. When when we planned ours, it's Amy doing the planning, and I am the tool that puts things
0: together and gets things from point A to point B. I am that person too, but Dylan, I have never thought of you as a tool. Oh, well, thank you, Phil. I really appreciate it. You're that. very welcome. Yeah. No, we're, we're here to execute the plan, and the planners plan them.
1: That's right. We are the hands that are molding the clay into a beautiful
0: yes from instructions from our brain wives yes yes our yes. brain our brain wives, our brain nice. wives send the <laughs> communications down through our hand muscles and we sculpt the birthday out of clay and then we breathe life into it and why wow this just this this is this is within up two minutes end. of us trying to start talking and we've woven this everybody's
1: got a little thing to say about the stuff Pop culture Rebel and a man are gonna teach their dads Fill and fill and if they're willing If they're willing to Hop on Pop culture Hop on Ask the kids about books and movies and TV shows. And those two guys might open their eyes and see it's all just a big surprise. they going to going to now. Yeah, this is amazing.
0: Spectacular.
1: So, so yeah, we had his birthday party a week, a week and a half before his actual birthday. Because I don't, I mean, you know this. It is very hard to book a birthday space, even when you try to book months in
0: advance. Well, I know it now. This is our, this is Rebel's first time having a party outside the house. Oh, really?
1: Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, last year we were able to somehow manage it, but this year we... Tried booking something back in October, and we didn't get anything. We were on a wait list, and we got in, but it was a week and a half before his birthday.
0: And where'd you get into? We
1: got into a place called the Exploratorium. I love the Exploratorium. I feel like we've mentioned it before on the podcast. Exploratorium, run by the Skokie Park District. So it's in Skokie, Illinois. Uh, and it's a play museum type activity area, in one of the big park buildings in Skokie. All sorts of fun activities, water play area and a light up board
0: and with the giant light up board. What do they call those? It's that that like a, a light bright light, light bright. Yes, it's a giant light bright with these big what are they these these, these big clear plastic colored cylinders. And for all you Star Trek fans out there, every time I go there, I pick one up and I hold it and I look at my wife and I go, it's... F-. There's a couple of Trekkies that will get that DS9 reference. I'm going to leave <laughs> it in. I'm sorry it I'm wasn't one for everyone. See, and it wasn't for me because I don't
1: watch Deep Space Nine. But, you know, they have a whole like climbing area with with
0: slides and and things to run through and and building blocks. Do you remember when there used to be in every McDonald's and Burger King, a big place? Absolutely. With like a ball pit and slides and netting and you could go up usually one or two levels. Oh, yeah. And always a kid crying somewhere lost in there because they can't get out. This is a giant, wonderful version of that.
1: Absolutely. It's It's so
0: good. One of the things I love about that part of the Exploratorium is that adults can't really get in there. Oh, totally. Which might make you a little nervous because you're like, what if something happens to my kid? They're going to be fine. The independence that this thing is going to help foster is amazing. It's amazing. And they need that. Kids need independence. And we need independence from them, too. (laughs) They need to be able (laughs) to be five feet away from us for a couple of minutes. Exactly. The
1: funny thing is that when you mentioned that the first time I took Mal to the Exploratorium, he did not want to go into that climbing thing. And he still doesn't like to go into it. I went in with him, even though I don't know how I fit in there and I don't know how I got out, but I, I was in there with him for a brief moment and all these kids kept running past me and like giving me that look like, wait, you're not a kid. What, what, like, this, here, is, this is our space. This is our independent
0: space. Heat moving pops.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like I don't know.
0: You got the lollipop guild pulling out switchblade. Yeah, blades.
1: exactly. Just like doing the West Side Story, the snapping and stuff in one of these places. It's a cool place. It's run by the park
0: district. You still have to pay to get in, but it's twelve dollars for the whole day. Exactly. And you can leave and you can come back as long as you got the receipt. Just flash the receipt and they'll let you back in. They'll recognize you. They're park employees.
1: And if you live in Skokie, it's only like eight bucks. We live close enough to Skokie that they just kind of give us the Skokie deal anyways. Oh, that's kind of them. They charge us full price. Yeah. Well, you live in Chicago, though. Yeah, but we're just down the
0: street. We're we are as far on the edge of Chicago as we can be and still say we're from Chicago. Yeah. Unlike those cowards in Evanston who say they're from (laughs) Chicago. But really, they mean Evanston. Hey. I I always
1: say I'm from Evanston. That's where I live.
0: Because you're an honest five, nine and a (laughs) half man,
1: Dylan. (laughs) We're in the part of Evanston where we go one block and we're in Skokie. And we go another block and we're in Wilmette. We're in like the one little strip of road that's still Evanston in between Skokie and Wilmette.
0: You're on you're on gerrymander lane. That's right, is where you're at. <laughs> exactly.
1: <laughs> we are the most
0: gerrymandered part of the liberal liberal city of Evanston. It's amazing. Back to the Exploratorium, because you're right. We need, especially in these cruel, wet Chicago winters that we've oh, been having, oh. we need options to be inside with our kids that don't have screens. Like we talk mm-hmm. about a lot of tv and movies and youtube stuff here but there's so much more that they need that is exactly not from that exactly and books are a nice part of it but i know you and me we don't have literate kiddos exactly yet like rebels getting yeah. pretty good at some word recognition and stuff, yeah, but, and yeah, yeah, it's, it's getting a long pretty road. good too. But it's
1: it's a it's a process, you know. It takes a while.
0: So having something interactive and accessible and fun and novel feeling is yeah. great. And uh, you can't always repeat the piece. So why don't we talk about our favorite places where Absolutely. we go and do indoor stuff with our kiddos?
1: Yeah, love it, love it. You know, and explore. I mean, it's in the name, exploratorium. Let the kids explore. That's what we there need.
0: are so many different things to explore because I mean it is in a building in the park district. It's not the biggest space in the world. No. But it, it feels nice. It's very open. Yeah, it's it's quite an enjoyable little place
1: and it's really easy to get to. It's really accessible. It
0: is accessible. There are there are working elevators. Yes. The only part that is, I would say, inaccessible is. The, the, climbing the climbing area. area. Hmm. If you're a parent, you're not going up in there anyway. If you have a child that has accessibility needs, that part probably not super accessible to you. But
1: everywhere else is. Like
0: the magnet tables and the gear tables and like the coloring things all of those are at just a really lovely height. Like they clearly it's figured right. out what's the ideal thing for children mm-hmm. and got it in there. There's a train table too. I forgot about oh, that. The tra- every single train car and line them up precisely and get very angry if she's interrupted. You know, does my kid have ADHD?
1: <laughs> I don't know because Malcolm does the same thing. So I'd be a kid thing, right? Maybe now. it's
0: just a kid thing. So hard to tell. Exploratorium is lovely, but you know, you can't go to the exploratorium every day. So a place that I love taking Rebel, I have a membership there. So if you want you can come with us because we can get another family in with our membership. It's the Peggy Notbart Nature Museum. Oh, absolutely. You know where that is? It's down on Cannon Drive by Fullerton. Yeah. It's just north of the Lincoln Park Zoo. Yeah, it's amazing. I will say, just right off the bat, it's a whole experience going there. Parking is terrible. Mm-hmm. Of it's course. It's park. parking on Canon, oh, it's miserable. You'll wind up driving up and down Canon Drive trying to find a spot to parallel park in, and it's all just like mud and yeah, gross if stuff on the sides of the road on either side of the curb. Yeah.
1: Not to mention the geese that are usually hanging out there, too. Oh, yeah. So. It's
0: all just mud and goose shit at this point yeah. out there in that field. The other option is, you know, walking several more blocks around a, mm-hmm. uh, a small nature pond, which is a lovely nature pond. Yeah, you it is. totally go see it, especially if but it's it, a nice day.
1: If it's uh, in uh, in But the if winter. you're trying to get
0: inside and it's winter, yeah. Not exactly a hack because you have to pay, like... 25 bucks for it i guess (laughs) or if you have a membership to the lincoln park zoo i think this is yeah yeah, i was gonna park zoo is just across the street yeah um, which is not a terrible walk you can park there but you have to pay for that my hack is
1: always to leave early is to go early in the morning because most people are not parking early in the morning so that's usually my hack that's when you'll find
0: success in parking. But once you do park, and you do get once you over do park, there,
1: Yeah, exactly. This yeah. is not a parking
0: podcast. Yeah. We're not here to talk about parking. No, no, uh, no, no. No, no, no. We're here to talk about the Peggy Nopart Nature Museum. Yeah, which, when you right. approach it, there's a bunch of beautiful prairie grasses and plants planted all around this museum. Mm-hmm. It's, it's mm-hmm. just really gorgeous. There's some really wonderful walking paths that you can take that lead to some just really just beautiful. There's a little pond out there with trees and all sorts of wildlife. I've seen all sorts of crazy birds and squirrels and rabbits and rats and every kind of every kind of animal that can live in a city. And,
1: and it's all native plants as well. That's what I love about a lot of these, you know, a lot of these museums in Illinois are very focused on any sort of plant life that's outside. The museum has to be native, which is amazing, which is how it should be.
0: They've also got these wonderful sculptures outside there's one, I don't know how to describe it. It is tall and twisty and kind of spooky. And then there's a, there's like, you know, a bison and yeah. they're both really just very well made. Fascinating to look at. Rebel loves going up and looking at them. You get in there and now I'm a member. So fancy privileged me. I get to check my coat for free. Ooh, there's a coat nice check. Idea. There's uh really nice bathrooms. There's a family bathroom there, too, and I believe that there's changing tables in both, if I remember correctly. There is. Have That's you- a whole thing, man. But they don't put a changing table in the men's washroom, we're in trouble. Putting a changing table in the men's room is a huge thing that I look for anywhere that I go. Anywhere. You have to. And it, I get
1: so angry when I'm at a place that doesn't have a changing table in the men's room. It just it drives me up the wall because we should be beyond that at this point men change
0: diapers men help out in this way so check my coat you can walk just directly into this water area it's this <laughs> big wet fun play area they've got smocks with raincoats really but they are through so <laughs> usually when i get there so just be prepared for your kid to get wet there's a hand dryer it helps a little bit. It's sort of set at child face height. is hands-on. It's a lot of fun. You can change water routes. And then from there, you go immediately into this little area where they have all of these live animals oh, that yeah. they're working with. Loves- it's a yeah. museum. They do a lot of conservation work. So they have a lot of these animals that they're taking care of. They've got turtles that they're raising up big enough to you know, go and release elsewhere. Yeah. They've got all sorts of snakes. They've got a really big black rat snake yeah. in there. It's really cool. Oh, it's really I have, cool. I am such a herpaphobe. I really hate it. Even just talking about it, I get these shivers down the back of my neck, and I got to oh, yeah, pop totally. my collar and make sure it's covered, you know, in case a snake falls down and bites me right there on my spine.
1: Yeah, of course. But, you know, we talked about a little bit in the frog and toad episode, but they have, you know, frogs and toads, which is still Mouse's favorite part of this live they do have that. Area. They have an entire yeah.
0: little section in that area set up to explain the life cycle of frogs and toads and the difference between frogs and toads. Yeah. Uh, that is that is where we first go. My favorite animal though in that area, yeah, is Patsy, the snapping turtle. Oh, the
1: snapping turtle. She's huge. Yes. got grass
0: growing off the top of her shell. Oh my she gosh. She is so cool. cool. She's glorious. And yeah. Rebel and I went there a few months ago and they have, you know, fish swimming around in there too because it's what she eats and we're sitting there and we're watching her she's got her mouth open tongue doing the little yeah, like, wiggly, the little worm little thing. fish thing yeah and one fish one fish decided to check it out and in the blink of an eye just snap no debris just fish gone entirely in the mouth of this turtle it was the most amazing thing we cheered and an employee ran over and said what happened we said oh the the turtle just ate a fish and the employee went i've been working here for three years and i have never (laughs) seen turtle eat nice probably won't for a while now yeah i was gonna say (laughs) you just gotta sit here for a while this is your whole life now is it was such a cool experience to watch that turtle eat and to see these animals sort of you know do their thing and then you go upstairs that's my favorite part the butterfly room the butterfly room is our favorite too it is we love it and twice a day they do butterfly releases Yeah, where they they take a box or a crate full of these butterflies that they've, you know, sort of gestated from their cocoons. And they're ready to be released into this big climate controlled, very Mm -hmm. sunny, beautiful little butterfly habitat. And they open it up and the butterflies will fly out because they want to be free. But they're also brand new butterflies. So they get tired really easily. So a lot of times at these releases, They'll fly out and then a bunch of them will land on all the people who are standing around watching and they'll just catch their breath for a little bit and then fly away. And it's super cool when one of them lands on you. It's very special, especially to the kids.
1: Oh, absolutely. And and it's amazing because this happens in the winter. There are a lot of other butterfly exhibits around the city, but they have to happen outdoors in the summertime. This is indoors. So you get to see it in the middle of winter.
0: Yeah, they're very well
1: set up for it. Yeah, it's perfect. Mal loves going in there, but he is terrified of butterflies. Just absolutely He's terrified, terrified of, them. of
0: butterflies. Yeah,
1: it's the only thing that I've truly seen him. Is he afraid of moths? Uh, not as much. It's really just butterflies. So like, you know, when when I have gone because we've we've gone to the butterfly exhibit at the at the botanical garden quite a bit. And like whenever one lands on me, he just freaks out. Or when one is like getting close to him, he's just like, wow. But he loves them. He loves looking at them from a distance. But just as soon as they get close to us or like land on us, he does not like that anymore.
0: It's such a cool experience, the butterfly room. And then if you go uh, down the hall from there, there's all of this taxidermy. There's these Mm -hmm, wonderful mm -hmm. setups of what certain habitats would have looked like in the state of Illinois before we settled and farmlanded everything. And then you go downstairs and they've redone. They've completely redone their play place. They had one for the longest time with like a beaver dam that you could climb inside if you're a little kid in mm-hmm. a little cave with these like swingy roots. And yeah, you know, it was it was fun. But this revamp that they've done is so cool. Unbelievable. It's twice the size that it used to be. It's got this really cool water table that features like water coming up from a source in the bottom of the table and the kids can take pipes and connect the pipes and make the water go up and like flow where they want it to. There's a little ladder with a slide and a nest with eggs and these big frogs that you can take these sticks and run it down their backs and hear what the croaking sounds like. Yeah, Well, and that's why I was just going to say is for Mal, it's what it is,
1: is like finding music in the natural world. They have lily pads that when you step on them, a tone sounds. There's frogs and toads where you can take a stick and run the stick down the back to hear what they sound like. Mal has used that to play the drum on them before
0: too oh yeah i bet not nothing in there entirely gets used the way it's supposed to oh exactly but it's a great play space yeah just
1: a great play space in a really another
0: creative environment and it does have another little sectioned off corner where if you have a very young toddler or a baby you can go in there and you can sit in there and it's calm and it's safe and it's sequestered a little bit from everyone else
1: yeah exactly
0: Aside from the parking, Peggy Nopart is yeah. one of the highest ones on my list of places I like to go. Yeah, go down south, cross the street where you park the car because parking on Cannon Drive is hard, and you wind up at the Lincoln Park Zoo. Lincoln Park Zoo. Which, yeah, you know I you try do that in to winter? go to,
1: not as much in the winter because that's outdoors. Um, it is outdoors, but you know they still have some winter animals that like to be outside. Then and zoo lights is a delight. Zoo lights. It's a delight. The best part about it, outside of the fact that it's a a really great zoo, is that it's free. It's free entry. It's free entry. You just go. You can go whenever.
0: And you know what's hilarious? When I moved to Chicago, I did not know that Chicago had a zoo. Yeah, I didn't either. I took... A really long walk because that's how I was getting to know the city when I moved mm-hmm. down here. Same here. I would walk a really long distance and try to piece together how everything was fitting.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I walked from the Belmont Red Line stop down to the Hancock building. Oh, wow. Long walk. That, that's right? a long walk. Yeah. A beautiful day. I remember it well. And I was walking down Cannon Drive mm-hmm. and I I walked past the conservatory, and I looked across this beautiful field of flowers, and I looked down south, and I saw the skyline, and then I looked back to my left, and there was a fucking rhinoceros. Yeah. And if you're not expecting to see a rhinoceros as you're walking around a giant city... It is a little jarring. It is. And I walked over and I'm like, wait, if I can see it, that means that there's nothing really between. Let me get closer. And I walked closer. And sure enough, it's in a enclosure. But there's just a gate open right next to the conservatory. And I walk in and I'm like, oh, my God, am I breaking into a zoo? Am I sneaking in? I didn't yeah. know a zoo existed. I didn't know it was free. Yeah, I just exactly. knew that I was seeing a rhinoceros in the middle of walking the through a field of flowers in the middle of a city.
1: Yeah. The cool thing about the Lincoln Park Zoo for us, especially in the wintertime, is that they have a lot of indoor exhibits. In addition to all their outdoor animal exhibits, they also have one of Mal's favorite places at the zoo is the reptile house. Love the reptile
0: house. Rebel loves it too. It's a huge
1: reptile house. He'll go in there and we'll look for every single snake, every single lizard, every single bat. And then we'll look for the turtles and the alligators and all that cool stuff and the rays little walk outside and then the primate area is also indoors and the brand new lion exhibit is indoors the gorilla house in,
0: oh my god those creatures are incredible exactly. i am uncomfortable with just how intelligent they are they anyway, are like, yeah completely should we really be keeping them
1: in a, a zoo probably not but that's a whole there's a whole yeah. movies about that but it's it's nice that you have all these indoor exhibits so even in the heart of winter you can go to the zoo and go see live animals in a way that you might not otherwise be able to do and you know the reptile house like we talked about the bird house is cool too you know because you just have occasionally birds walking past you as you're walking through i love that
0: yeah oh rebel loved that too one was like jumping over the guardrails at us oh it was so fun yeah well, for me, Rebel was traumatized. She was like freshly three at that point. or something. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So, so Rebel's birds, Mal is butterflies. But you know, the polar bears is probably Mal's favorite.
0: Oh, it's so cool. I mean, and the we penguins once spent... are also incredibly charismatic. I don't know they what are... it is about them.
1: Yeah, but you know, Mal and I once spent a half hour just watching a polar bear jump in and out of the water, playing with a ball in the middle of winter, and it was like, it was just, it was the best. So Lincoln Park Zoo, great free choice and again
0: free but you got to pay for parking or you got to be prepared to walk a long distance exactly there's a hidden fee to the there's a hidden fee yeah
1: if nothing else time time so let's let's keep moving south in the city what do we got
0: well i was recently at the field museum with some friends of ours shout out to the sudmans
1: nice you are members at the Peggy Nobar Children Museum. We are members of the Field Museum because, Ooh. as we have talked about previously, Malcolm loves
0: dinosaurs. Oh, and that evolution exhibit with Sue, Maximo in the lobby, the coat oh, raining down from above. It's
1: so cool, not to mention the giant, the gigantic shark teeth that are just outside the dinosaur exhibit. The megalodon jaws the Those megalodon. are insane. It's crazy. But the cool thing is outside of the dinosaurs, They have so many different exhibits throughout the museum, and it's so interactive. I mean, whenever we go, we start in the children's area, which is really
0: meant for toddlers. Oh, I love that space. That's how we ended our last visit.
1: Oh, yeah, it's great.
0: Because it's great. I needed a place to sit down because daddy's back doesn't work like that anymore. Exactly.
1: Yeah, exactly. The children's area, really interactive. It's like mini exhibits of all their famous exhibits in the museum, but for children. So there's mm-hmm. an area where they have these play corn stalks and then you get to grind the corn.
0: Oh, Rebel loved know? that. She was just gathering and like, loading, oh, yeah, and then redistributing, the same thing. And, oh, my yeah. goodness.
1: Yeah, same thing. You know, a little area where you can dress up as animals or dig up some dinosaur bones. And they have a fake version of Sue the T-Rex's head that you can actually touch in this kid's area as well. Oh, yeah, I remember that. For us, we love starting there because then we can kind of figure out what we want to do and what we want to experience in the rest of the museum based on what Malcolm's really interested in that day. So, it's a really good jumping off point for us.
0: The family room has bathrooms, it's got changing tables, Mm -hmm. it's got a music room. You can actually open this door, walk into this room, close the door behind you, and they've got like drums and things, explainers of different types of of rhythm instruments from around the world. Yeah, Uh, there's a backbeat playing over a speaker that sort of helps you find a rhythm that you want to make with the instruments. It's really great. And yeah, like you said, from there, you can launch yourself up into the rest of this museum. Exactly. Um, we exactly. always we always go straight up. We say hi to Maximo, the gigantus or whatever the, the you jigsaw. call it. Yeah, exactly. Largest dinosaur fossil on display anywhere in the world, I believe. Yeah, it's, it's mind-blowing how big this thing is. It's so cool. And then you go up the stairs to the evolution exhibit where they've got the giant Quetzalcoatlus standing outside. It's a one-to-one plastic replica of what scientists believe a quetzalcoatlus would have looked like and the way this thing towers like two stories tall it seems like a creepypasta it seems unreal that this was a living organism on our planet exactly but
1: there it is we've been there so much that rather than just going through and looking at the skeletons Mal actually wants me to like read things to him as we're going so he can learn about the things now, because now he's he knows where all the different dinosaurs are. So now he wants to be like, OK, so what are these things that are not dinosaurs in this evolutionary exhibit? What is that red thing? I was like, oh, that's the first mass extinction. And then he was like, oh, so now he wants to know what mass extinctions are. So we had to go through and I had to explain to him what every mass extinction that happened in the Earth's history was, which is just really cool for me. That's a because... fun thing.
0: Yeah. Hey, buddy. Yeah. No, an extinction is when yeah. everyone died. Everything <laughs> Everybody died. dies. they straight up with that, though, in the evolution thing. Why, oh, my favorite little informational video they've got installed there. Mm-hmm. You press the button and a cheery voice goes, how to become a fossil. Step one, die. <laughs> it's amazing.
1: From there, we tend to go to the ancient Egypt exhibit because that's a nice Mal, one. Yeah, Mal really likes the mummies. Do you have to pay for that one, or do you get that
0: because you're a member? No, you you can go for the to that one for free. Oh, I thought that that was an extra ticket.
1: No, no, that one's. I know one's the. Free. I
0: know the one about like Chinese history is extra,
1: but they just opened that up now, so now that one is free as well.
0: Oh, cool. There's a section where you walk through it and you experience what life is like in the country of Senegal.
1: Yeah, exactly. The most interesting part of it is that you're walking through this market that is a a recreation of a market in Senegal. And then all of a sudden you turn a corner and you're just in a dark tunnel, like a pitch black tunnel. And like we're walking and Malcolm turns the corner. and He's like, oh, well, that's scary. And then you walk through it you realize you're in a slave ship oh and so the, the entire exhibit all of a sudden shifts to this is what it was like to be brought to a different country to be taken away from this beautiful exhibit you just went into and to be taken away and put somewhere else and it's it is so powerful it is so unbelievably powerful i was floored by it and the fact that my my then two and a half year old was struck by it. Just that's it, really it, cool. It just shows the power of that. So that's some really excellent museum curation.
0: If you go there, you're gonna have to park. They do have a lot on the east side, mm-hmm. and there's also parking in Soldier Fields parking yeah. lot, which isn't too bad of a walk. But again, you're paying for parking down there and it's gonna wind up being <laughs> yeah. like 20, 25 bucks on top of your museum entry. And then any Mm -hmm. additional exhibits that you want to do here. But they have some really cool stuff. Their exhibits are really well put together. They tell an excellent story. They make it really easy to understand the various subject matter. And the Moldoramas are here at this one. Oh, yeah. 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 Unbelievable. those. Truly,
1: truly incredible.
0: Which actually, you know who else has a lot of Moldoramas? The Museum of Science and Industry, where I used to Uh, be. I was going to say. Just seasonally before Rebel was born. But I love that place and I will absolutely take Rebel there on a cold, wintry day if it's in the budget for that week. We haven't taken Malcolm there yet, but I really want to. I really want to go because we like talking about the parking. The parking, I think, is really good at MSI. (laughs) They have an underground parking structure. So if it's snowing, you're going to go back, your car is going to be clean. You know, you're never too far from it. They have a lot of accessible parking. Yeah. And the parking rate is not terrible. I mean, it's, parking so yeah it's gonna be another like you know 20 bucks or whatever but you know it's a pretty easy parking situation as far as like getting there finding a spot and getting inside the museum so that part excellent it's one of my favorite places i can't wait to go you guys got to come with us
1: i know i know we've i've wanted to for a while and just for whatever reason we haven't
0: They've got the space exhibit, which is an entire wing on one side of the museum where they have actual spacecraft from like the Mercury and the Apollo program. Oh, okay. That's it's so it's so cool. My one complaint there, they've got one half a page about Mae Jemison, who is from Chicago. Mm-hmm. She's an amazingly accomplished person, and she was the first black woman to go to outer space. And seriously, it's like. A paragraph on a half page display around the corner near the back. And half of that paragraph is about how she was in an episode of Star Trek. And it just I love MSI, but I, I get so angry every time I'm in the space section because it's like we could be doing so much better. Yeah, and we are just choosing not to at this point, of course. But anyway, yeah. we didn't come here to talk about Mae Jemison, although she is a wonderful, <laughs> amazing person to talk about. No, I want to talk about how how nice of a place MSI is to you know go for a day with your kid because if you want, while you're going to that space area, you know have got some wacky hallways. You walk down this hallway, and it's entirely circus themed. There's wavy mirrors. There's this screen where your silhouette is projected onto the screen because it's your shadow, because the projector is behind you. And it's raining down like colored balls from the top of the screen, but as soon as the balls touch your shadow, they stop and they roll off you. You're interacting with this light that's being projected using your shadow as the tool on the screen. Oh, that's so cool. It's so cool. It's just such a little thing. And you can just stand there and like, I've seen kids just sit there and do that for like tens of minutes at a time. Yeah. it's it's really great. The Colleen Moore Fairy House. She was the first flapper, and oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Made yeah. this amazing fairy dollhouse. It, everything is in miniature, but everything is exquisite. It's all like silver and actual gemstones, and there's like actual little tiny writing in the little tiny books on the little tiny bookshelves and the little tiny library. Yeah. The whole thing is is just incredible. Yeah. And then, then that's not even to mention the whole, like, farming, well, hands-on farming. Does your kid want to get on a tractor or oh, touch a yeah. statue of a cow or yeah. do any of this stuff? Like, that's, that's like, right there. It's got a decent food court. It's got the giant dome theater. It's got the U-505. I used to give tours of that thing, man. The, oh, I was going to say, that's, that's the thing I remember. Yeah, the captured, the captured Nazi submarine from World War II. They took one look at me and they said, Hey, you're the biggest guy on staff. Get in the tin can. <laughs> Tell everyone about it. You seem perfect for this. You're tall. They have science carts all around. Does Mal like airplanes? Oh yeah. There's yeah. giant, I mean, there's giant airplanes hanging from the ceiling. There's a tornado. There's a two, there's a two to three story tornado of vortex always going in this weather exhibit. It's so yeah. cool.
1: I mean, it's everything that you have listed is something that Mel likes. So I don't know why we haven't gone there yet.
0: It's a little expensive of a ticket sometimes. Yeah. So makes sense. It's not an everyday visit. The parking's good. Unparalleled, in my opinion. Yeah,
1: completely. That's amazing.
0: Dylan, do you know what's a hop, skip, and a jump away from the Field Museum?
1: Yeah, Lake Michigan.
0: Lake Michigan. And do you know what is precariously (laughs) placed on (laughs) the very edge of Lake Michigan? I do, indeed. South of Navy Pier. And across from the Field Museum <laughs> on Campus Drive. That would be the Shed Aquarium. The Shed Aquarium. Pop quiz, hot shot. Yeah. In on me. what year did the Shed Aquarium open? I'll say 1922. Oh, you were close. 1930. Oh, 1930.
1: 1930.
0: Right. Shed Aquarium opens to the public cutting edge one of the city's most famous well-regarded architectural achievements have you been inside this building
1: i have been inside i had gone for the first time with mel on one of those illinois free days i Uh, love
0: illinois free days that's how we did the field museum this last time shout out to the sudmans but but it turned out to
1: be not so good for us because all three of us caught COVID.
0: From that makes morning. exact <laughs> sense. That makes exact sense that that would happen. And yeah. That's a risk at all these places. And anyone listening, I would just encourage you mask up when you go out, exactly. feel bad, stay in. Exactly. It's not worth doctor, it. Get your vaccines. Yeah. yeah. Just all do that good thing. stuff.
1: But when we were there, we loved it. I mean, we we enjoyed it from the minute we walked in to, to the minute we left. And Malcolm was going through a phase where he really liked octopuses. I mean, he still liked octopus, you know? He sleeps with a stuffed octopus at night. Oh, that's sweet. But Yeah, octopus named Otto. But, you know... From the moment we walked in, he wanted to find an octopus and we did. And it was cool to and it was floating around a little bit.
0: Like I think they've got maybe a couple different kinds of yeah, octopus. Yeah, they have. On display. I'm pretty sure they have a Pacific Red there. Yeah. Which those are again insanely intelligent creatures oh, that me question uh, you know, the natural order of things. Uh,
1: absolutely. But I did not realize until we were there that they had a whole dolphin show
0: inside. Oh yeah, dolphins and uh beluga whales. And to beluga's too, there. yeah. I had no clue. Oh, it's amazing. Then I mean, first of all, watching those, again, insanely intelligent animals, mm-hmm. you know, perform for lack of another word in the water like that, it's amazing. They're they're incredible. There are seals there too, yeah. in that same area of yeah. the aquarium. And they are just incredible to look at and be that close to they're they're amazing animals but then when you go down a floor Mm -hmm. you can walk past the side of the aquariums and when you look out into this beautiful blue void your vision is limited you can't see all the way to the end and all of a sudden these shapes emerge and they are these incredibly fast beautiful streamlined animals and they'll come over they'll say hi the beluga whales will like come over and check you out Oh, can like, roll over a couple of times? Like they're cute. They're curious. There's a calf there right now. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Amazing. Well, and I, I did not know about the belugas until we went there. And when I was a kid, I loved whales. I loved learning about whales, but I had never seen a beluga in real life. I walked around the corner from the dolphin exhibit and all of a sudden there was just a beluga there and I got so giddy. I was just like,
0: ah, oh, that's so cool. Look at that white whale. Oh, wow. Look at it. There it is. Oh,
1: oh. And I remember Mal looking at me and being like, OK, it's uh,
0: it's a whale whatever you know <laughs> i was just like yeah look at no, that. no you don't understand mal i am a Raffi super fan and that is not just a whale that is a baby beluga baby from the beluga. deep
1: blue sea swims so high and it swims so free well within the confines no of the uh, i mean yeah i mean <laughs> all, all the, you know, all things <laughs> in the summertime if you go they have the ray petting area outdoors where you can go out and pet manta rays or you know which
0: is just fun. And there's I an area inside where you can pet carp. Oh, yeah, that's right. The carp. Is I forgot insane. about that. Yeah. 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 I mean, they're huge. They're scaly. They're like dinosaurs. And I swear to goodness, they actually really enjoy being petted. Yeah. They will swim up into your hand like a cat
1: yeah because they want they want to have they that, want that, that they'll do that yeah. cat back rub thing where yeah. it's like
0: oh stop petting myself stop petting yeah, myself here we go it's so fun I got back in line to do it again yeah I love the experience so much
1: I do want to go back there eventually but it's just you know after the COVID thing it was just like oh yeah oh maybe I'll have to pick a different time to go and you know, I i we want to go back, but we, and we'll we'll get our way over there
0: and just, you know, mask up. You'll be all yeah, right. Exactly. You know, I mean, oh, I know. I know. It's I know. rough out there and you got to do whatever's best for y'all. And just yeah, everyone should just be trying to do their best. And let's just assume at face value that the people around us are trying their best. Exactly. Each other. Exactly. A little bit of slack. Yeah, completely. Oh, you want to know the stupidest place uh, we got COVID from? Oh, sure. Yeah. Uh, we went to this event at the Allstate Arena out in Rosemont. It was a mm-hmm. uh, traveling Jurassic Park dinosaur show. Oh, yeah. We went there and we saw it and it was cool with the animatronics and the explosions yeah. and the stunt work. And then three days later, we're all like, oh, ho, ho, look at that. This is it, isn't it? And uh, oh, no. we got better, but oh, wow. Yeah. So don't feel bad that you got it at the shed. You could have gotten it at the Allstate Arena watching a dinosaur animatronic show that travels across the country. We want to say thank you to our kids, Mal and Rebel. We want to thank our wives, Amy and Michelle. We want to thank Kevin Always and Big Talk Podcasts. And we want to thank Jason Moody for our theme song. Come back and catch us next time on. Blah, blah, blah. Big talk.